You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Um, Purdue, they're playing a first in. There's nothing to talk about. I gave you my opinion on Purdue. I can't bet Matt Painter. I can't bet coaches with heads the size of toasters. It's just not for me. And Purdue finds ways to lose games. I can't trust them in tourney. I can't trust these lulls they go through offensively. And I think their guard play, it's just not going to be good enough. So, so be it. We'll see. I'm not breaking down a hypothetical from Texas Southern and Fairleigh Dickinson. Fairleigh Dickinson shouldn't have even, they shouldn't be in this tournament. No, this is crap. Merrimack crap. should be in. Uh, but there's the stupid Division One first first-year rule where they don't let you play. So, whatever. All right, you want the zaniest one? I yeah. the zaniest one here. The 8-9, Memphis laying one and a half to a team no one knows anything about. No, Florida that's 31 Atlantic. and 3. Yep. Oh All Florida Atlantic did was go through Conference USA and kill everybody. Now, here's what's really interesting. Yesterday, did you see the spread on that game against UAB in the conference title? No. All right. They were underdogs by three. To UAB and UAB's got that kid Jelly Walker or Jelly Watson, whatever his name is, really good guard. Evan, I looked at that number and I went, "Oh my!" But that's like a setup. Like I, I stayed away from it. I'm like, I can't touch this. I'm not betting against 31 and three team. Uh, but I'm not going to be on the side of betting with them on a day they're dogged for a reason I can't figure out. What do you think the spread is against Memphis? Well, well, you said it was like. Oh, I did my bad. I'm sorry. I talked myself in a circle. of fucking <laughs> hurricane over here. Memphis laying one and a half. I got to be honest with you. Part of me wants to take Florida Atlantic there. Well, how good is their guard, Martin? This kid's putting up yeah. points. 13 yeah. No, look, scored. Ev, here's the deal. Everyone and their mother is going to look at this, and they're going to go, Memphis and who? My expectation is – Memphis would be one of the most heavily bet teams in the first round, and that's exactly why I won't be on them. I will either bet Florida Atlantic or skip the game. You're yeah, betting. and I'm not betting on any team coached by Penny either. Sorry. I'm no, no, I, I love today during the broadcast. They're openly saying he's learning on the job. Oh, that that's confidence-inspiring. 
<laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's just fucking hear. great. Yeah, oh, we're we're doing an internship here uh, at the University of Memphis. Fantastic. I always love how guys are willing to say that to an audience of people who have real jobs that require real experience and real training. Yet we're mm-hmm. supposed to sit here and stand up and applaud uh, because a guy's learning on the fucking job while making millions of dollars. I, it's like the most amazing thing in the world. Uh, let's go to the next game. Uh, Duke might be the hottest team in America right now. Laying seven and a half to the, what are they? The Hold on. Duke is a five laying seven and a half to Oral Roberts. So a couple of notes here. Duke is a massive public team, and they usually have to have a number that can try to balance the money here. I mean, Duke Oral Roberts, if you put this number too small, you're going to have a problem. Uh, You'll have a huge liability on your hands. I I look at this. We talked about it. This Max Absmus, or however you say his last name, the tiny guard from Oral Roberts, they've also got the Arkansas transfer to 7-5, kid who shoots the threes, Hanover. Um, Look, Oral Roberts is nothing to screw around with. Uh, They went undefeated in their conference. I think they went 18-0 perfect. I think they're 31 and three, something of that nature. 30 and uh, four. 30 and four. Um, this is one I looked at. A, I was surprised Duke was a five, Evan. I yeah. thought they had earned their way to at least to be a four or a three seed. Uh, this is tricky. That number is tricky. And Or Roberts got a veteran club. You got an elite guard. The problem is Jeremy Roach is back and healthy for Duke. And healthy Roach turns them into a different team. I don't know that I could take the dog here, and I don't know that I want any part of laying what might be a little bit of an inflated line. That's just my initial read there. All I know about this game is I can't wait to watch my man Connor Vanover, the seven foot five kid that you're talking about. I say Hanover, Vanover, whatever, seven five. The guy's an oak tree who shoots threes. Dude, it's awesome. I can't wait. When I heard when they were talking about it on the selection, I don't watch much Oral Roberts and I don't even know where to watch their games, but I saw him standing there. I was like, holy shit, how tall is this kid? And then they said it. And I was like, oh my yeah, goodness. His his head is sticking out of the goddamn screen. Yeah, it's it's something, isn't it? And then meanwhile, they're a bitter state fan alert. Meanwhile, Tom Izzo refuses to take anyone over six eight out of the portal. Oh, don't I mean, don't get me started. I saw another kid over the weekend that he could have got, but whatever. What, Tyler Funk? Is that his name? There was a there was a big I was watching. Man, I, I, it'll come to me, but Evan, we just have to. Why are you to trying to get me play. mad? We're supposed to I'm be having sorry. fun here. I am having a great time. All right, 413 matchup. <laughs> Tennessee and America's Raging Cajuns. How about this number? Tennessee laying 10. What? Tennessee's been trash without Ziggler or Zingler, what, their point guard. He's been hurt, he's out. We've we've done real well going against Tennessee. Real well. Uh, they are not good. But this number gave me pause big time. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette, why are they catching 10? 26 and 7 did nothing wrong. Win their conference, take care of business. Uh, th- this number now just it just moved 10 and a half. Wow. Uh, that gives me full pause because initially I went, oh, I got to take Louisiana Lafayette. But 10 and a half, they are begging you, begging you to take the dog here. I was shocked by that point spread. That is a wait and see, and I'm going to drill down on a few things. Maybe I'm missing it. I don't know. Maybe they're going to have John Stockton come down from heaven and 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 be their point guard. I need to look a little further. But, Evan, that, that number, 
that's like hit the brakes for me. I yeah, don't know where you stand on that one. I don't know much about them. And even when you go look them up, like uh, if you look at CBS sports line and they'll give you information about the teams and every single team they have information about yeah. in Louisiana, it just says team analysis coming soon. Yeah. They wear I'm, red. I'm going to guess it's based off of people not knowing anything about this team and putting stock in the name Tennessee. But Rick this Barnes is, is absolutely wild. Evan, this number just moved again. Another half point or a full? Nine and a half. Now it went down. And what is happening here? All right. So it went up initial, a half point and then went down a yeah, full? You want my initial read? Here's my initial read. I would take the underdog because I think Tennessee stinks. Here's the other thing. Who coaches Tennessee, Evan? Yeah, it's Rick Barnes. Fucking stinks. He's Stink. an atrocity in the tournament. I think it's 18 of 19 years he hasn't made it on the first weekend. He's terrible. And those teams are usually highly ranked. Uh, including this one, number 17 in America. All right, let's move on because I don't want to spend any more time on Rick Barnes. Here is a game. Evan Jenkins is banning me from betting. When I tell you I hate both these teams, I can't trust either team. I, I don't. Kentucky Providence, the four, excuse me, the six eleven matchup. I mean, set the scene. Providence was having a really nice year. And then the month of February hit. They can't win a fucking game. No. I think they I think they went three and eight down the stretch. Horrible. I hate, I hate this team. All right. I don't like the way they play. I don't like the disorganization, the late shot clock bullshit. Um, tons of bad shots. I just, I can't do it. Now, their best player is a Kentucky transfer. He's a walking double-double, leads him in points, rebounds, the whole bit. All right, great. Fun. The committee knows what they're doing. Kentucky has had absolutely no honeymoon this year. I mean, losing home games at Rupp, people wanting Calipari gone, signs in the stands, please go to Texas. I mean, just look. <laughs> look, the team doesn't. Put it together. Kentucky is North Carolina. North Carolina is Kentucky, except one is slightly better than the other. Oscar Shibway came back. They're loaded with talent and a massively underachieved. They're laying three and a half. This is a game I drew a line through right at the start. I want no part of this. None. None. I won't let you have it. If None. I you want to make that bet? Nope. I'm going to trip you. Dude. Go straight like Jeff Galuli and hit me with a pipe in the back of the knee. Just no. <laughs> Do not allow it. Uh, let's go to the next one. Kansas State. They're taking on Montana State. Can't give you a whole lot on Montana State. I need some time. I got to look at some numbers. We're doing this live. K-State, look, I'm not a huge fan of them. Uh, I, I'm I'm really they, – they, they bother me. They bother me with the shot selection. Uh, their point guard is tiny, and he thinks he's Steph Curry throwing up, you know, 40-footers. And they played TCU the other night. I told you, I love TCU in that game. Mike Miles is healthy. I like TCU in some total. Evan, they got absolutely run out. Run out. They got bodied, out-physicaled, out-athleted. K-State's a bit of a Cinderella. They were supposed to finish last in the Big 12. They've had a really nice year. I'm not ready to lay damn near double digits. They're laying nine and a half. I got to look at what the hell we're doing here with Montana State. But right now, that's a stay away from me. But there is no way I'll be on the side of Kansas State. I can tell you that. 
That is, that that is going to be bet the dog or pass. Fair? 100%. 100%. All right, 7-10. Michigan State versus USC. Now, Pac-12, listen, Pac-12 got four. I was really surprised. I was surprised USC got in, surprised Arizona State got in. Um, I thought they were going to be a two-bid league because Pac-12, whenever I've watched, it's been um, not good. <laughs> it's been awful. Um, Evan, here's the thing. I'll, I'll speak on Michigan State briefly. Um, I don't like watching my own team. Uh, this is a Michigan State team that I can't, I just I can't handle. I can't handle the mistakes. I can't handle the decision-making. I, I just – I am the wrong person to talk to about MSU hoops at this point because I am so negative and I'm so down on them. And it's like maybe I've gone too far. Maybe I've maybe I'm to a point where like, hey, they're not that bad. They led the Big Ten in three point shooting. They lead the Big Ten in three point defensive percentage allowed. But here's the problem with MSU: they don't rebound. I think they're very mediocre defensively. Um, and the guard play, the guard who should shoot the ball doesn't want to. Tyson Walker, the guard who shouldn't shoot the ball, thinks he's fucking John Morant, AJ Hogard. I I, I Evan, you got to help me. You got to help me here because I, I, I'm. This is fresh in my mind. That performance this week was atrocious. They frustrated me all year. Where are we at with Michigan State? Where are we at? What do we know on USC? Well, what I know about USC, and this is just some. They got a million fucking bigs. Well, but they're guard heavy with their scoring. So their leading scorer is a dude named Boogie Ellis. So get ready for I that love game. It. Uh, that's it. Bet USC automatically. Can't lose. <laughs> he averages 18 a game as a guard. So, yeah. I mean, you look at him. I, I don't I don't know because well, I mean they play they play a shitload of guards. I mean, their top four, their top four scorers are all guards. Yeah. So that that worries me. Now, Izzo's already, you know, talking here on Sunday night, and he's saying, uh, I you know, I think I'll need all three of them talking about his guards and how he needs them to play their best defense. And he doesn't think he's ever had three great defensive guards and at all at one time. So, yeah, I don't care. I, I'm kind of tired of the whole thing. Um, what, what's five, the opening line on this? MSU minus one and a half. And that's gone from two and a half, right? Or two when it first dropped. It's a pick em. This is a game for me. I am going to bet. I always have to bet on Michigan State in the tournament. Um, well, that's not the advice I'm handing out to people. You can do whatever sentimental thing you want. I'm telling I think, you, I still no read for me. The bet is going to have to be what? I think you don't touch it. I don't think you touch this one, though. Well, here's what I'm going to drill down on. I want to drill down on some analytics. I want to drill down on a little bit of specific stats I'm looking for. And by the time we come down to a pick show here in another 48 hours, I'll have something for you. But I am very skittish betting on Michigan State. Look, nothing would surprise me um, if you told me that somehow they made it out of the first weekend. I wouldn't be shocked because the two seed, which we'll get to momentarily, is Marquette. Um, and they can run hot as a firecracker or ice cold. Uh, USC is not some great shakes. You know, I don't sit here and fear Kansas State or Kentucky. I uh, That is the Michigan State fan in me. That is the pedigree angle. That is Izzo going on runs. That is what it is, right? The reality is they haven't got out of the first weekend, seven of the last eight. And right now, MSU is good enough to beat anyone and bad enough to lose to anyone. And I don't say that about a lot of teams. 
like MSU could you could put MSU against about 50 of the teams in this tournament, and I'd be like, yeah, they could lose that game. <laughs> that's that's who they are, Evan. And just looking at their roster early on, they're bigger guards too. They're all six three, six four, six five. So uh, that that would make me lean towards picking them, just based on size. Well, and it's also MSU doesn't rebound the basketball at all. all. Has no bigs. Hauser's atrocious defensively, so I don't know who he's going to guard, especially if USC goes small. And the one big they do have, their center is seven one two forty. So good luck, Matty Sissoko or uh, Bob Kohler, or whatever the hell his damn name is. I don't know. You know what? Move on because I don't want to be in a bad mood. Let's go Marquette, Vermont. I- I'm sorry. I mean, the spread is massive. Marquette was splendid. I was super impressed by the way they played against Xavier and super impressed by the way they played against UConn. That game against UConn in the semis, that was a Sweet 16 kind of game. It was a pro-UConn crowd, just a grindhouse game. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And they played a level of defense. They frustrated UConn. They pressured UConn. Uh, Shaka Smart screaming at the crowd. Kolick played unbelievable. They had to sit him for a while. He came in late with the four fouls, made a couple of huge plays. Look, 11 and a half, they're laying to Vermont. Shout out Tyler Coppenrath from a long time ago when they beat Syracuse in the tourney. I I got I really got to take a look at this one. I don't love laying big points. I think the 11 and a half is very interesting, though. 215 with a team that just won the Big East in impressive style, only laying 11 and a half. Well, does it make you nervous that Vermont's, it says their top six players are all seniors? Yeah. So, yeah, experience matters. I think so. Sure, it does. Sure, it does. Uh, By the way, we are live. Live updating on the odds. Indiana, Kent State. We opened this show at six and a half. It went to five and a half. We are live. Kent State now down to four and a half. Wow. That is pretty good. That's a big movement there for a basketball game to move two points in a matter of an hour, roughly. I liked it a lot better at six and a half than I do at four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there you go. I'm trying to I'm trying to be timely with the people, Evan. All right, let's go to the West. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 